Hello and welcome back to another episode of Boys Gone Wild. Thank you very much for joining us today. How are, I'm here with my co-host Andrew Cohen. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I'm very good indeed. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm fine. You're bad. Fine. No, I'm good. No, I'm fine. I'm better. I'm good. This is an obvious cry for help. No, I'm good. I'm good. You know. No, I'm fine. It's, it's stabilising. Um, when were you flatlining? A couple of weeks ago, but I've, I've now just kind of accepted my life. Is it the season? I know we talk about seasons probably too much. Yeah, well, but nearly every every show. Every show. Yeah. But is it? Yes. Um, but I had a. I went to two parties last weekend, which was fun. Back to back parties, um, and one of them I was invited by Davina, comedian Davina Bentley. Um, and I guess it was sort of like. Do you remember at uni when I got scouted for middle class club? Yeah. Do you remember that? I do, yeah. Very early on. Yeah. You kind when, of fell in with the wrong crowd. <laughs> when they, 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 they saw me and they thought, yeah, he'll, he'll do. Yeah. And then I got taken around to a dinner party where everyone was... It's the fleeces and the moustache, It must it? be. I don't know what... It was funny because I sort of got spotted from afar. Um, was it a dinner party? Yeah, well, no, this one wasn't a dinner party, but it was very similar vibes. People uh, showing off their newest art projects. Yes, it was a, a lot of that. I mean, it was, re- it was really fun. Um and it was it was very nicely done. Uh, but when I did when I arrived, me and BB had no i me and BB had no idea what to expect that weekend because we, we there was two potential parties we were going to go to, and so when we arrived. There was a sixty five year old man there, right? Uh, which really changes the the vibe. Well, I, I don't know what we were expecting yeah. going. I thought it was going to be like a party with comedians, um, but there was a what was the what, just a normal? It was a wine and cheese sort of right. Um, kind of shimmy around the kitchen. Yeah, not Stella and cocaine. No. Uh, there was a guy called Storm who lives in a co-op. <laughs> not not the supermarket. Right. A co-op to living thing and he had... Um, oh, I was expecting the supermarket. He had... Uh, I mean, it would be funnier if he lived... Uh, yeah. And he had like a orange bit of um, material on his head. What um, did that connotate? I don't know. I, I think that connotates sort of grow your, own, grow your own veg. Yeah. yeah. Do you know what I mean? Reasonably source your fish. Yeah. Um, he was nice, but I had a lot of questions about his co-op. Uh, he lives, he lives with twelve people, right? Um, so I was obviously I was asking, I kept asking him very practical questions. I think you find quite. Good. I was like, so how big's your fridge? And he's like, it's bigger than that. It should, it should be. You should probably have two fridges. There's twelve people. He's like, no, no. It's I mean, an important not, question. Yeah, yeah and so it was a normal size fridge. It was a pretty normal size. It was not as yeah. big as I thought it would be with twelve people, but I think it's because they cook. They have a rotor of cooking for each other for so all they, twelve people. Uh, if well, there's never twelve people in. Right, as Storm said. Uh, but uh, what is, what is it's the best way of to not wasting food, and you can be more creative with ingredients if you're That's certainly buying, true. Uh, buying in bulk. What does Storm do? Uh, he, I think he might run the co-op, and also lives in it. Yeah. Or run other co-ops. I suppose he's working from home. I guess so. Well, he's working for homes. He's working for his home. Work, yeah, he's working for working his for home. Working for home. I didn't actually get to that point. But I was like, yeah, I was asking about... I was like, is that... I, I th- assumed... I wanted to get some juice about, like, is it going to be... Is it fractious in a house with 12 people? I, I think that would be... I think it's inevitable. But he seemed like... He said that it's pretty good. Because he's running the co-op. He's, yeah, he's, he's got a vested he's, interest yeah. in making but it he, 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 hadn't, he hadn't had a great day because he just kicked someone out of a co-op. Well, it's obviously fractious, fractious uh, then. Uh, because... And he said that was tough. Um, and so then there was a photographer... Why did he kick him out? Um... I don't. I think he wasn't meant to be there. Washing also. bum in the sink. Washing his bum in the sink. I think that's one of the reasons why you, you get kicked out of a car. That's on the on the wall of one of the big no nos. Yeah, there's well, a wall of don'ts. There was a lot that's of number one. There was a lot of bohemians there, um, and 
it was I, we stayed at the right amount of time because then in the sitting room after we'd all had a bit of wine and cheese um, bloated sure uh, don't tell me what my lived experience is I, but yes. I take it back um, uh, it in the living room was uh, a country uh, and western uh, singer and his son and they did a little ditty and then a, 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 out of the crowd came a fucking trumpetist who I don't know if that was part of the thing but it seemed very much like come on you might come on he's like no 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 come on he's like okay I'm, in my experience no one has ever bought a trumpet to an event yeah. without the express intention be. of using yeah. it. It was really good though. Um, because you can't feign And we're all in the city. You can't feign coyness it. if you yeah. if you're literally brought your trumpet yeah. to this event. It felt it was a it was it was nice uh but it was like I'll I'll enjoy this uh in ten years. Thank you. For now. Do you still think you will? Ten years. How old are you? Thirty five. Thirty five, thirty five. I can do this. So I was like, it's well, nice. It's like the so what happened? Was it It was a Christmas party run by the the house. So Davina, my friend, yeah. lives in the house with her friend um she lives in a house with like four other people and they so together was it, do an annual Christmas party. Just kind of schmoozing and general chit chat and then a couple of art installations. Sort of. I mean it was in a house, so it wasn't it was like in like yeah. a terrorist house. It wasn't like a terrorist house. A terrorist. Oh, a ter- right, yeah. <laughs> a terrorist house. So it wasn't, it, it wasn't much, you know, there wasn't art on the show. But, but there was music, uh, there was music performances. in the room. There was performance in the room. Was it just music performances? Just the music. Well, we left before anything else happened. But How it was. did you leave? Was it awkward? No, it wasn't awkward. It wasn't awkward. Okay. We got an Uber to another event um, with young people. Um, and that was also fun. How was your weekend? It was good. Well, it's, it all started off with the bloody football, didn't it? Mm. The thing is... And I suppose there'll be other people listening who probably had a somewhat similar experience. Is yeah. that it's great that the World Cup's on, but you want to experience it in a pub, don't you? Really, you want yeah. the atmosphere. You want well, to be I'm, around I'm other Britons. It's nice to be able to see it clearly at home and be able to like hear the commentary. Yeah. I'm in a mixed bag because it is great when you nail it and you feel part of something, but I find it it's very stressful trying to get. You don't know what's coming up because often you can't book a regular pub. Yeah. So you end up in a pub you've never been to before. You rock up. There's yeah. more people than you expect. And before you know it, you're watching well, the whole a, game you, behind. You always it. Over, can't overbook. hear it. There's so many things that yeah. go up in the air. So it's, I, I find it quite stre- it's quite stressful. But when it, when it come, pulls off, it is... It's true because you right. always overbook because you're you're like oh we can get away with it but the problem is every other table's overbooked yeah so everyone is just trying to pile in and yeah. it gets quite aggressive yeah I mean amongst the fans but also mostly with the bodyguards and fair enough the security mm. guys I guess not the bodyguards um, the security guys fair enough because I mean it must be a fucking nightmare yeah. on World Cup day um, but the way to alleviate that is just get to the pub at two p.m. That we, that's what Which you is what we did on Friday. Yeah. Um, you're on my shirt. You're literally Sorry, on my phone. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so I got to the pub at two on Friday at our local, the Rusty Bike. It's a nice pub. Um, to kind of lock down a table, which we did. You yeah. can't say we didn't because we, we... Did you have... Because I, I thought it was too early to get there. Was um, it too early? I thought it was too early as well, but I was, was on the it? phone to Izzy and her mum was there and she said, they laughed at me when I said 4pm. Yeah. And then 
I was still like, uh, I'm not and sure. Then I mentioned it to you and yeah. you said, yeah, that's way too early. Yeah. And then they called our friend Max who went, that's that's ridiculous. You need to get there earlier. You need to get there right too. And then I thought it's me and you. Well, me and you were the only two yeah. people who said it was the only people who can't drive way too early. We're the only two people who can't drive. I thought I'm going to take the other's advice <laughs> on that. So we got there at two. Who it was wasn't right? too early. It was bang on time because... Okay. Every because there were people in there doing what we were doing, bringing their laptops and working. Yeah, and just there was one guy who was just holding up a six six man table for like four hours. Yeah. He was clearly the bitch of the group because when his friends came, they were all so they were the ones singing. Oh really? He was this quiet, meek guy, and then and the then others did, came, and they were just these lads who came in, came in heavy, didn't was like pushing him about. He was getting the drinks all the night, so it was clearly like, I wonder who's going to sit in the pub for four hours to save our table. It'll be, it'll be Derek, the bitch, won't it? <laughs> He was bitch. the only bald one as well. Derek the bitch. Derek the bitch. He did look like Derek the bitch. Did you see him? Yeah, the I did. Guy, he had his laptop yeah. and he had a spread and someone tried to get the table. And, and when you're fully bald but also small and not muscly, that's when you're... Glasses as well. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, it's, And he was one of those... like Jack Leach. Yeah, he did. <laughs> and he was one of those bald guys a bit like Jack Leach with a very round head. Yeah. And it's... <laughs> the thing is, many of us are very round heads but they're often covered by hair. Is so are you talking about a personal experience? It is. Uh, I think uh, my own head is fairly round. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think it is. I've got a weird bit at the back. Do you have a bit at the back that sticks out? You see it in some bald guys. No, normally black bald men where you have at the back of their heads. Yeah. Like muscly black bald men have like a really angry back of their head where it's another At least face unsettled, looking. yeah. Or it's like a squished. It's like it's like someone like looking at you. It's another face like yeah. looking you. Yeah, it's to, it's to put off predators from exactly. behind. it's evolutionary. Because that's what you should do. That's what they you got should frown do if you go hunting. Do you know that? You should make a mask. I don't <laughs> remember where I learned this, but it was recently. Joking. No, I'm not joking. When you go hunting, you should... Put a mask on the back of your head so it deters any predators and or, or, or I think it's just predators, I guess. Any predators from like attacking you from behind. And the woke brigade. And the bloody woke brigade. <laughs> Why? Just keep the PC brigade off my case. Yeah. You think you'd be able to escape them in the woods, but you can't. <laughs> the mask would spook them out, the cucks. Yeah. Um, so that's something I learned. But so we were there from two. And I suppose it was, you, we could we could have moderated our drinking a bit better. I say we, it was mostly me, actually. In Did you have a game plan before going in? No, I was like, it will be, for, I, I kind of treated the whole evening a, kind of like a bit, because I was like, it, I like have- Like a bit? A bit. Like a comedy bit? Yeah, yeah. because I, because <laughs> I was like- I have a complete license. Did you get stuck in a beehole, do you think? Oh, I definitely did at the end of the night, and we'll get there. But I had a complete luck because I thought I'm there from two. I'm I'm here, the hero, saving everyone's tables. Yeah, I have a complete bitch of the group. The bitch of the group. Yeah, <laughs> I was the bald man. It was me and him going. No, we've we're actually saving these for our friends. No, sorry, you can't. And then that. our friends arrive and they don't talk to us. Um, but I, so I thought I have a complete license to be quite drunk by the time. Oh, that's interesting. Because I was like, it's a license to earned, be drunk. I've earned, earned it. the right, and to I can be... be whatever the fuck yeah, I want. You were, and I was. <laughs> I was. I thought I'm gonna get fucked. That's true. You do. Uh, you ha- you've earned the right to be a dick. Yeah, <laughs> I earned the right to be as fucked as I wanted, and I definitely managed to do that because uh, uh, there was no moderation. The only moderation I did was made sure I. There's I no ate moderators. Some... That was surprising. <laughs> it was a surprising lack of you know. Invigilators, moderators. Invigilators. What's the word for mediators? There was none of those. None of the above present. 
which really made the evening into something it shouldn't have been. Um, but we then... What was your pint per hour rate, your PPH? 1.5. Oof. Spread out across how many hours? Well, I think we were there overall for nine hours. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Yeah, uh, about you, nine hours. And I forgot what you said. Did you say it was the, it's not the most drunk you've ever been? It's not the most drunk I've ever been, but I but think it's the, it's the most, most pints. pints I've ever drank. <laughs> it, was up, it was up there. I, yeah, it was 12 or 13. In, yeah. Which, was it I, all Guinness? All Guinness, yeah. Which is definitely, you don't want to switch once you've been on Guinness. No. I guess you go bubbly, bubbly wild. <laughs> I don't want that. Um, I suppose, yeah, because I'm not really one for, I'll often switch to something. I like it. I bet, well, the most drunk I've been is like whiskey drunk or something like yeah. that. I don't, I'm not one of these guys who likes to go on whiskey the Whiskey can get really crawl. nasty when you're, at the end of the night when you start, you turn it to whiskeys after mm. loads of beers. That's when you can get really, that's when the, the drunk, the drunk. It's a lot can, of my nights out. Really. But do you know what I mean? The drunkness. I feel on the beers it stays wholesome and then as soon as the whiskey mm. it quickly turns unwholesome the drunkness it's true and it's either you're looking for someone to shout at or yeah, you're looking yeah. for someone to cry on yeah yeah, yeah. it gets definitely gets quite emotional yeah you feel like you need to let something out yeah, whether that's aggression out. or it, emotion it then. feels special if you're on whiskeys so you feel like yes. anything's the possible the occasion sweeps you up yeah if you've got a pint in your hand you can't be crying because no, this is an everyday you, thing it's, but if yeah. you're swilling a, tu a, a tumbler with whiskey then it's like then you have a license to say what you want it feels like you know Christmas or something an occasion an yeah. occasion and what better way to market than with a good cry <laughs> but there, we were there for yeah nine hours I think yeah because I'm not one for like let's get the lads together and do a pub crawl and have like many pints you know what I mean What's, what, what's your point? I don't know what you're saying. Oh, hold on, I've got something <laughs> in my nose. No, that's just your, how big your nose is. Is it? Well, because I put some cream on it <laughs> earlier okay, and I no. thought I might not have taken it off. Um, I'm saying that, that I drank a lot of pints for what I usually would drink. Okay. Basically. Yeah. Um, and then the... All it was, it was fun, but it was, it was, it did turn into a bit of a, a marathon or an endurance test because it was, it was a long time to sit in a pub I wasn't by myself, but it was a long time to sit in the pub waiting for a game. And then it was also elements of that we too many people were coming. We had to kind of work out the logistics of yeah. it. And I, as you're getting progressively drunk, that's harder to do. But then I think the worst insult was waiting for that long to have one of the dullest games of football yeah. I've seen for a very long time. Yeah. Even though the atmosphere was good. It was so good. I mean, if that was a great game, it, it would be incredible. Because I actually ended up with the best seat I've ever had in a pub ever. Yes, you did actually, didn't Literally you? Literally just sat right in front of a projector screen. Just yeah. huge. Just for an absolute shite game of football. Um, but I, I, find, I find it very stressful watching those games because I do, yeah. I feel, I feel it's similar to what, when I'm bowling. You know how serious I can get when I'm bowling? I am very aware. That's what me... It's not how me. serious you can get. Take out the can. <laughs> there is no, I have never seen an exception. <laughs> I agree with the bowling focus because I get quite focused in bowling. But yeah. what I do is what, I really struggle what, to or have a normal conversation with someone. While well, you bowling. can't switch it off. Yeah, I can't. And bearing in mind, we can be playing with like six people. <laughs> the problem is, you then stand at the back in the little like pathway bit with your arms folded, just <laughs> glaring, glaring at everyone bowling, yeah. and then like it's literally eyes on the screen, eyes on the bowler, eyes on the screen, yeah. eyes on the bowler. You're not even winning. No, <laughs> that's the problem. Yeah, I don't remember the last time we played. I beat you. Yeah, I'm sure you did. Like, that's the thing about being a winner. You don't, like, you're going to remember those times. I can't remember all the times I beat you. It was just the last time we played, that's what. Well, I'll see you. Well, it, wasn't, it wasn't like a, it was just the last time we played, I guess. See you on Monday. Okay. Oh, yeah, we will. Yeah. <laughs> I got a bowl. I, I got 205 <laughs> in you LA. You sent me that. Yeah. 205. That's How a many people score. did you send that picture? 
Three. 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 Who did you send it to? Um, you, Izzy, <laughs> and Martha. So two, I forget. People I've bowled with. Yeah. People I've bowled with previously. Two o five. That was every single every single throw was either a strike or a spare. <laughs> no, it's pretty impressive. It's nuts. Uh, the crowd were going mental. Yeah, I have to see it to believe it. But um, well, I sent you the picture. Yeah. It says Andrew. I've also seen pictures of Bigfoot. Do you think I go to the effort <laughs> of doctoring? Like, because that's actually some quite detailed Photoshop skills. I think you got beaten by your girlfriend. Yeah. And were really shitty all night. And then... And that was the only way. She was like, come to bed. And you're like, give me a second as you start doctoring. Yeah. It would be... Yeah. It would be quite an odd tactic, but... Do you remember at school when uh, George Charter was writing an email um, (laughs) to his mum? He was a kid, like, two years below us. A very sweet boy. Yeah. And we said, what are you writing, George? (laughs) And he was writing like an email about how well his day went to his mum. And in the email, it was, I played really well in the football match today. I got man of the match. And then he looked at us and went, I didn't. (laughs) (laughs) I do. I didn't. I do. And that was a very very odd moment for all of us because it was... We found him very sweet, yeah. so we kind of were lo- loosely fascinated with him. Yeah. And I remember walking in and like, it was, I don't know how it came up, but he, he told us. Yeah. Which was str- strange enough that he's writing an email to, lo- to his mum. <laughs> yeah. Who, I, Is he seeing you that we night? weren't, he wasn't, we weren't a boarding no. house, so yeah. he wasn't, he was going home that yeah. night. So unless he's just really eager to update his mum about the, yeah. the accolades email, of the day. Which he didn't get. Which he didn't get. I didn't get it. I didn't get it. <laughs> It's very odd. It's a very odd family but relationship. But it goes from being quite wholesome to Yeah, being... to being like, well, then why are you doing this? Because <laughs> surely... Like, it's from this wholesome, sweet, yeah. vulnerable thing so you to t- him being like, it's almost like he'll get punished if he doesn't get mad. Well, that's back. it. Because it went from it, the implication being that he wants to do this to he's being made to do this. Yeah. But then surely no 15 he was about, he was around that age at the time. No yeah. 50 year old, 15 year old boy would... Surely you you can say to your mom, I'm not going to email you updates of my day. Yeah, at school. <laughs> Maybe wait till I get home. But that's George wouldn't actually. George wouldn't. He wouldn't I think he wouldn't boy. have the gumption to say no. Yeah. Someone said he lies about the accolades he's achieved during the school day. He's for the forest, that boy. He is forest folk in some ways. <laughs> I can I can picture him as that's in a new term. I kind of picture There's him as where you see it and you're like they're for <clears> the forest. I can picture him as puck from Midsummer yeah. Night's Dream. Well, it's more when I think someone's for the forest. It's almost like they're not for this world. They're for they're meant to be laid down at the bottom of oak tree and taken over by moss and become part of the. Oh, so kind of passive forest people. No, so I mean so more. Not, not I mean they're too they're too um, sweet and earthly for this. You know. For the human realm. But why can't they exist in the forest? Why do they just have to be moss people? No, they're not moss people. Well, they're not doing much. No, well, they become part of the fibre of the universe. Right, so they become like the roots of the trees. They're for the forest. So they, right. If someone's for the forest, but it's like but you that, speak to them and you're like, you're too sweet for this world. You should be laid down at the bottom of an oak tree and then moss, moss slowly <laughs> envelops you. And you become part of the fibre of the universe. It's for the forest. Right, I, I kind I agree. I just expected him to have a bit more agency in the forest. I imagine well, he him does. He's still going around with twigs in his hair, a wicker basket, planting <laughs> seeds. Yeah, sure. I mean, that's part of the. He's for the and then when he dies, the he is then he then becomes part Most. of the forest. But that's because of the good deeds he's done to the forest before his death. Yeah. Uh, yes, listen. I agree with that. Um, but yeah, the, and then we watched the next game at a very. 
very fancy place, which actually worked out quite well. I it thought. worked out very well. Yeah, um, much better game, but just not. It, we were sort of watching it with like business folks. It was like rich people. It was odd. Yeah, it was. They'd all. It was almost black tie. Yeah, so there were some groups coming in there yeah. dressed but up. But it to wasn't the crazy expensive. I mean, it was expensive. It was expensive, but it was. But for, for for watching an England game without, like, I'd pay ten quid to not have a pillar in my face. Full stop. Yeah. So, that's true, yeah. And so then you add that to the drinks and it's basically... And the drinks plus service, you're paying like, I don't know, six quid more than you would normally. Uh, overall, yeah. Yeah. It's yeah, pretty, no, pretty I agree. good deal. And it was like this fancy restaurant turned into like a... Because the other option is you're there from 2pm and you spend a ridiculous amount of money there. Do you know what it felt like, weirdly? The setup of that place last night, it felt like so, almost like like politicians in some sort... In like Dubai watching a... a mm. A it wasn't game. that plush. No. For Dubai politicians. Maybe not. <laughs> I don't know, but it's, uh, you know. It did reek of, it reeks of finance, yeah. but there were, I think every single one of the people in there had really wealthy parents. Oh yeah, for sure. Because they all just had this, well, what they were doing, which was the most insane thing I've seen, is I was just casually watching the football and then a waiter passes me carrying a, you know, a, a thing. What are they called? Uh, Do they have a name? Soon. What are you talking about? Well, a waiter a carries... A wheel of cheese. That's the one, yeah. He <laughs> just passed a wheel of cheese. No, he was like what? Like a thing that you hold drinks on. A tray. <laughs> I suppose it is. A tray. <laughs> just walks past with a tray with like That's six... That's what Will Smith's son's called, Tray. The one that no one cares about. T-R-A-Y. <laughs> T-R-A-Y. T-R-E-Y. Yeah, fair enough. Well, that's just a normal name, really. Lots of people are Trey. Trey. <laughs> Trey. If you're the, the only not famous one in that family. Willow, Jaden, and Trey. <laughs> T-R-A-Y. Um, but no, he walked past with a, with a tray of um, <laughs> like six, six small glasses filled with a, a darkish liquor. And I was like, that's port, isn't it? And turned around and asked our friends, is that port? And they were like, that's that's port. Adam just been to Portugal, which is where port comes yeah. from. No, Porto. Yeah, I, I, we talked yeah. about, I went to Porto and that's, you get you do the port, port tours. And I liked port then. but and Not I, anymore. But I think Too it was partly, port? I was in Porto in like one of the original port. Drinking places, port. Drinking port. And I was like, I could get into port. But and the void as, still wasn't filled. <laughs> take me out of Porto. I'm not mm. drinking port. That's I'll drink port in Porto, but. Yeah. Only it's, real port. It's kind of rude not to drink. Yeah, port only port, real port lovers drink port out of Porto. Portons, Portanians, Portanians. Apologies, <laughs> my humble potatoes, potatoes, portchipines. So they he came around with six. I was like, that's port. It's like Buckfast. Port. Yeah, it's fortified wine. Yeah. Well, it's quite a pot. It's like a countryside posh thing. It's like you drink yeah. port after going Buckfast on a you like drink port a after going on a shooting. Port. Like you kill a pheasant, yeah. drink some port. It's nice. It's like dessert wine. It's like sweet. Is it fermented? Everything's Fort- fucking it's fermented for- nowadays. It's fortified. I don't know what that you know what I mean? means. Everything's it's highly fortified. So it's just got defences. It's got it. a lot of. It's got a barricade. I don't know what fortified wine means, but I think it's just like, it's like sugary. A uh, mountain bailey. I'm talking. <laughs> Doing history. I know, jokes. I know. <laughs> I was waiting for you to list more. Um, a, a drawbridge. No, you said that. A Morton Bailey. <laughs> well, can't, actually, spiral staircases. Those are actually because of whenever you go up a. I'm not talking like a New York apartment, but if you go to a, an older, like Wait, a castle. I, I have a reason why spiral staircases. Because purchase. they could stab down. Yeah, fine. I thought you don't have a reason. That is the reason. I know, no. I thought you were going to say something different and then we could argue about it. So That's a shame. That was exactly what I was told as well. 
because that's the truth. That's the truth. <laughs> <laughs> and we both studied history together. <laughs> we were told this by the same person at the same time. Um, but yeah, so they came around with port and I was like, they're drinking port, aren't they? My friends went, yeah, they're drinking port. Um, and then they were just like, they, they, sh- they shot at it, which I was like, you shouldn't do that with port, should you? But these guys have money to burn is my point. Is that the story? Yeah, they were drinking port. <laughs> we were just, it's an illustration of where we were. Yeah, yeah. You don't it's really, like, like a, I went like from detail. the, I went from the world cup at a local being there for two hours, drinking 12 pints of Guinness <laughs> and having men scream in England chants in the background. To then suddenly being in a nice restaurant with posh suits everywhere and people drinking porter shots. Yeah. You know, you I want someone throwing up Budweiser. You thought they, were, they weren't self-made men in there? No, I think they've. there's an element of self-made, but they started off with a significant amount of their father's capital. A small loan of a million dollars. Exactly. Yeah. Who was uh, that again? Uh, Trump. Trump, yeah. My father gave me a small loan of a million dollars. But that on chanting in football, right? Here we go. Here we go. Hot take. <laughs> Season. Can I have a bit of beer? Yeah. Ooh. Let me just do a clip. Wow. How would I do it? That's fermented. No, it's not. Everything's fermented nowadays. Like kombucha. Sure. Was that what kombucha is? Yeah. Have you ever had kombucha? Maybe. Um, the guy who invented kombucha is weird looking. He looks like an alien. He's I won't like touch a, the stuff then. He's like, a, he looks like he's like made of all of plastic surgery. And he's like, he's like a weird rich person. He's super successful. He's like a billionaire. Did he make his and money in kombucha? Yeah. Well, he invented kombucha. <laughs> you just went so serious. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, that's the thing, Andrew. He invented it. Yeah. Yeah. That's the whole story. Because it's not like, oh, has he got a successful band of kombucha? He is kombucha. He is, yeah. Um, but isn't it, I often think when someone invents something like that, was it easier back in the day to patent something? Because I feel like... What's if back I, in the day? Because inventing kombucha is not back in the day. When is it? 15 years, 20? Back in the day. Back in the day. Before excessive, like, everyone suing everyone and laws and things. Because if I... If, everyone was suing everyone 15, 20 years I ago. suppose so, but it feels like it stepped up a bit. I just feel like if I he invented, like, a, if I invented a spoon, right... And I was the only person who wanted to sell a spoon today. Do you think I'd be able to patent that? Of course you would. I just don't think no, you I'm would. No, I'm joking. Of course you wouldn't. Why not? Because there's already loads of spoons. No, but I imagine the spoon doesn't exist. Oh, sorry. Yeah, it's not just in a world of spoons I invent the spoon. <laughs> so I want to be the sole proprietor of spoons. Can I do it? No, no, it's not about what you want. It's what's the case. What's the case? Is that I invented You're, a you spoon. You invented the spoon. Then you can patent it. Yeah. I just don't think they'd do it anymore. You could, you could. You people, the paperclip got a patent, you know? When? Probably about Maybe. 15 years ago. No, no, it? It was, it was like When there were patents ago. everywhere. It was a patent. You think it's harder to get a patent now? I'm, I'm not basing this <laughs> any kind of fact, but I just think it might be. Do you not think it's harder to get a patent? Because a lot of these sort of things, you sort of, you, you more just vibe it out with what the energy sort of feel in the air. Yeah. You're like, it feels, right. it feels hard. It feels harder to get a patent. <laughs> it does. <laughs> Every time there's a every time there's a change in pattern law, I get a cold breeze down my. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> God, it's just got a lot hot, tougher for inventors out there. That would be the dream, though. That seems like that would be the most inventing fun. like the paperclip. Yeah, and then, you, and then it's generational wealth. Yeah, you know, because you, you hear you become of, a baron basically. You hear of people. I don't know whether this is in stories or in real life. Yeah. I don't suppose I've ever ever yeah. met someone like this, but like great grandkids of the the guy who invented the stapler or something. Or they invented yeah. a, I don't know, the, a thumbtack. Yeah, I went to school with uh, a Polish girl whose granddad invented Velcro. That's huge. huge. That must be a big one. Big. 
Velcro. Her granddad. Yeah. Velcro is using a lot, isn't Fair it? Firefox. Yeah. But so does that mean that every time Velcro, every time Velcro's I used, think so. Well, but then does a patent run out? No, you get like an eight. Isn't year. it after you die? But I if it's, if it, but it, I'm sure. not going to look it up. So otherwise, we oh, this is far up. too non-interesting <laughs> for uninteresting. <laughs> if for we that. look it up, then we can't. Would stop talking about it. But That's I think true. there's 15 more minutes in this. So, um, obviously. <laughs> but if I, it's like an, when you you have a song. So every time that song is used, you in a in a public manner, you get royalties. Yes, but, but then that has that runs out. When after you die, eighty years after you die. Yeah. So what's gonna be interesting is because yeah, uh, now every ten years things, well every year things become go out of copyright. But it's so old that we don't really have a lot of sh- like pop music or modern well, music. We, it's like a hundred and sixty years ago, isn't it? If they lived to eighty, well, they were maybe a hundred and forty. No, you'd still get you'd just get songs people who died, singers who died in the forties. Right. Right, yeah. You'd be able to get theirs and stuff like that. But it's slowly... 80 years, is it? Yeah. I think so. I think so. Because like when, when we were making YouTube films, a lot of, one of the big problems is you couldn't just use any song. Let's go to that royalty-free website. Royalty, and just get the shittest films ever. Or like have Audio boop, Jungle. Kevin MacLeod. Sad. Happy. Intriguing. Scary. So, I mean, that's going to be in like 80 years if you're a creator and you get the whole of the 60s and the 70s. It's going to help. That's going to be unbelievable. Yeah, but then the 60s for them, for the future, will be the 40s for our present. But do you think so? Yeah. Or do you think the 60s is a... a well, they definitely stepped it up from the from like the 50s and 40s. I, I disagree because I... No, I do agree with that. You don't know what you believe. I don't know what I believe anymore. <laughs> um, but I think the 60s... Now, culture's repeating itself. Yeah. So I think actually the 60s was original and will stay original, will stay soon. Because I, th- think- I think in 100 years, there's just going to be reimagining <clears throat> of the 60s as opposed to the 60s. But do you the first think we're time. just going to go on a, link, a, a loop from like the 60s to what? Where is it stop? I think, well, that's what. Well, there's always new things. It's Fisher not all says. repetition. Mark Fisher's his whole thing. But you know what I think about Mark Fisher. I know. Don't bring up his <laughs> fucking name in front of me. But he was so depressed he killed himself. Um, and though his, I find his stuff really interesting. Some, it, I do think it sometimes takes a, a tiny bit away from the validity. Is that bad to say that he killed himself? Because he is the most bleak worldview, yeah. and um, he has such a, a damning indictment of postmodern late capitalism. Yeah. Um, which, when you read it, you're completely on it. But then, it's like you, like, were clinically depressed yeah. so much so that you killed yourself. I don't know if. How much of the bleakness... Chicken or the egg? <laughs> what? Was it... Did the bleakness come from his interpretation of late Reality. capitalism? Is or, it just because he could or see... Or was, he, was he depressed and therefore he had those understandings of it? He was definitely a glass half empty kind of guy. Without a doubt. <laughs> <laughs> Without a doubt. It's just whether... No, but you're, you're right. It's... it's If he killed... It's either if he was depressed and therefore thought that about it, yeah. about the world... Or if he thought that about the world and became so depressed he killed himself. One of them makes it so valid, the other one makes it invalid. He, he I think he basically <coughs> believes that g- garage music was the last original genre. <laughs> and the rest has been... Sort copies. Of, copies. Well, just cultural flat. So it's just the same. Everything is just a reinterpretation of the past. 
every uh, art to monkeys. Garage, that's strange. Yeah, he was a lot, he was a huge obsessed with garage. What about like Donk? Uh, I don't think he got into Donk. But it's interesting. Yeah, well, that that's the problem. Yeah. Because I suppose gar- but Garage is just part of like the dance music genre. Yeah, but I guess, I mean, you can have progressions, <coughs> but I think that was the last But why thing. is Garage different than Maybe just like dance the, music? Maybe the movement behind it was something quite authentic. The culture or yeah. the music genre? Well, the combined. I think that's what, le- the culture is what led to it being well, was, outside donk. of the... Donk. <laughs> I is, guess so. Donk is nuts and it's definitely a culture. And it's a scary one. And you think it's original? Is that part of cultural flattening? Well, in a way, it is part of cultural flattening. In a way, it's like... But it's, it's very ironic. Music. It's yeah. very no, ironic. That is, that's, yeah, that's... But there's certainly a culture behind it. And everyone just posts depressing memes. Is it mainly in Blackpool, was it? Was that where it kind of started? I think so. Is it a British genre, Donk? Yeah, Can you explain 100%. to the, the laymen's... The laymen... It's just like I was, I became friends with an interesting crowd at uni and they were all DJs. Um, But I suppose they were pushing the boundaries of what it means to be a DJ. (laughs) (laughs) It wasn't like... It was the techno gang. Yeah, but this wasn't the techno gang. This was the donk crew. So I was in the techno gang and then slowly got friends with some of the donk crew. Wait, wait, but I thought they were doing the donk as like a bit of a joke or was that no, part of their no, identity? No, no, no. They were like diehard Cosmo donk still does it. Oh, is he still Yeah, he's a actually, he's actually running a quite successful meme page. He got From into- From donks? Well, they're very, they're very much linked. Well, explain to I read donk it, is. There was a, he, donk is, I'll explain it like Cosmo is the guy. And we were setting up for a party once and he we were like doing the decorations. Yeah. He used to have these mad parties. Yeah. Also, we need a better word for party because it just sounds so lame. It's true. I hate it. You God. said it earlier and I was like, that's lame. Yeah. But I'm talking about the best party I've ever been to and it sounds shit. Party. 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 Do you want to come to my party? Well, I'd really f- I had a lot of fun at that party. Yeah. Party, especially in English. But then accent. rave, you sound like a cunt. Yeah. So there needs to be a new word. Party. Party. Yeah. But... <clears throat> We were setting up the decorations and Cosmo was on the music to just, you know, just a bit of bit of cheer whilst we're doing stuff. And he wasn't playing Donk. He was just, he was playing like whatever songs. So it could be pop or funk or whatever or, or hip hop. Sure. I wasn't there. Just like decoration things. But what he'd go on YouTube and his, his mind was so fried by his music tastes and his DJing and the speed at which he played things yeah. that for, he'd find the song on YouTube and increase the speed up to like two times whilst we were just getting ready because he couldn't listen to anything that wasn't, wasn't, at, least, wasn't at least no like one knows what 150 donk BPM. It's very hard to explain. Donk is... Uh, just put game sp- game music on double speed. But it's it's <laughs> it can't. There's some horrible ones where it'll make you feel nauseous. Yeah. There's some. It's very tongue in cheek, and it often takes traditional uh like eighties or even seventies or whatever Cultural like platinum. pop songs. Yeah, pop songs and kind of put them over, and you get it's oddly sincere in a way because you get the lead up to you get the pre-chorus and the chorus. And then, but instead of going, like ABBA is a good one to donk, but they'll stop doing that because everyone loves ABBA now. They used to do it. Now everyone loves ABBA. They can uh. fuck off. But so they, they do like, gimme, 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 your man or something. It'll be like, and you're waiting to go into the chorus, but then it just goes, <laughs> and it is fun. It's certainly fun. Um, there's some, and it's, the thing is, and he's it's, still into it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's like donks. Like, I can get into it as a uni. But fad. there's donk, and it's like hard dance and hard house is what they're calling it, and it all changes a lot. And oh, there's another thing, but 
is what the what it does have it's the only like rave music that's genuinely hilarious like the amount when i've been to when i've been to when i've been to donk stuff it's You've been to Dongstar. Well, well, not I haven't ever been to in house parties, right? In a house yeah, party, it's not when, an event. I haven't ever gone to a Donk <laughs> event because I'm genuinely terrified of what I might find there. Because there's a there's a festival that they all put on, or like, and it's called. Um, Why is it like insane clown posse? That that one? it's a little. Well, yeah. It terrifies me. But one of my friends, Ellie, keeps trying to say, "Let's let's go to that," and I'm like, "I don't no, think that's terrifying. my scene. No. I I will cry." Um, and but, um. It's the only, yeah, so when I've seen them DJing, it's the only time that I've genuinely been like enjoying it because I've been so, so really fucked at the time. And it's quite, it's still fun to dance to whenever, but it like, they know what they're doing and it does genuinely make you laugh because of how ridiculous the music is. And it's funny. And part of it is they're, they're doing a comment on the seriousness of dance music yeah. as well. And because you go to techno events and it's very, oh, oh, So you don't think there'd be donk in Germany? No, Germany do not have enough of a sense of humor for Donk. It is a very, it's very British yeah. because it's taking the piss out of what we're doing at the moment. Yeah. And it's like taking all the seriousness out of any kind of dance music and just releasing the silliness. Yeah. Unleash the silliness is Donk's slogan. Um, were you halfway through a story before we oh, went yeah, on so tangent? No, the chant that yeah, I hate. The chant. Fucking hell, that was about 15 minutes ago. Yeah, yeah. well, important <laughs> things came up. But so on the history of donk, <laughs> we've got um, we've got a few. I guess they they did we since the Euro success or half success was there. I swear we've got some new chants in. Yeah? We've got new ones in. Well, right. So on the way to the Euros, you had Southgate. You're the one. Yeah, um, is that new? That was yeah, it must be new. I didn't. No, hear that it. came in 2018 World Cup, I think. But it really came to the fore. Yeah. Um, in the Euros. It's coming home, obviously. Yeah. Uh, Harry Maguire. Yeah. yeah These are all 2018 chants. I don't Fine. know if we've had any new ones. Where did this dog shit come from? Which one? Please take me home. Please take me home. Please don't take... That was last... Please don't th- take me home. That was in the Euros. Yeah, that's dog shit. Yeah. Why are we doing this? Please don't take me home. Oh, I think you were Please shouting don't... about this on the night. Yeah, too well, right. 12 points. Please don't take me home. Screaming someone's ear off. Please don't take me home. I just don't want to go to work. I want to stay here, drink all the in. beer. Yeah, yeah. Please don't take me home. It's, it's awful. Yeah, I don't know what's going on. Doesn't there. the melody is disgraceful? Please. It's got nothing to do with football. Yeah. It's not funny. <laughs> it's just some guy saying, "I don't want to go to work." <laughs> and oh, drink all the beer. It's like what a fourteen-year-old would come up <laughs> yeah, with. It is fucking shit, and it is. I can't believe we still use it. It really annoys me. Yeah. Do you like it? No, no, not at all. I think you're right. I, Please I, take me home. Yeah, I've always actually hated it. Don't take me It's shit. Well, more, I just I just assumed I didn't get what the thing was behind it. Well, that's what I thought yeah. as well, because I'm not very well versed in a lot of England chants. But now that we've come to the World Cup and I've, I've right, this is here and it means what it means. And it means nothing. It means I want... It means I want to stay in a pub and drink beer. I don't want to go to work. Yeah, it's a bit... It's like, it's okay. weirdly melancholic. Yeah, well, it is, yeah. <laughs> and it's also just fucking lame. Drink. Oh, I just want to stay and drink of the beer. Oh, do I have to go to work tomorrow? Yes, you do. <laughs> Grow up. You can have fun in the pub in the evening and watch the football, but you've got responsibilities. <laughs> you, can't, you can't be drinking all the beer. There's other customers. <laughs> it's rude. And it makes us look like pillocks on the international stage. And I don't use that word lightly. <laughs> he doesn't. Uh, 
Bill Cohen does though. <laughs> Fuck it does. Yeah. I've seen I've seen Bill drop I've the seen, P word. I've seen many Bill Cohen call a shoe a pig. <laughs> yeah, he's must have called he's definitely called you a pillar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's his go to. He calls a lot of people pillocks. Yeah. Like, well, be careful with that word. Well, the, his biggest one actually, particularly when we were growing up. You know up, the history of that word. Uh Wally. <laughs> oh, really? Wally, yeah. You, you great big you, Wally. Wally. Yeah. He's a true English kind of Linguist. Wally, you pillock. Yeah, um, those are, those really bring back some more unwholesome times. Those words for me. When I moved to from London to Sussex, um, I got called a townie by a farmer. Did you? He, he called me a townie. Who? My friend Luke Tilbury. He's a good boy in the end. But wait, uh, so when you moved from London to Sussex, yeah, who called you a townie? Well, he was he literally grew up on a farm, and he had quite. And I think we, we got the bus back because we lived in the same area. And, and one of his insults against me was that I was a townie. Because you moved from London to Sussex? Yeah, well, I just must have been, had a melody. Does townie mean you don't live in a city? No, sorry. Townie actually means that you live in a town or a city. It but means you're, not, you meet it means you're not a farmer. He went to my prep school. In? Rotting. Oh, so yeah. he was in Sussex. So you came from London and that was the thing. Because you came from London, you were a townie. Yeah. Right. And because I, I think I had metropolitan views. Like, like what? At the age of twelve, I didn't believe in God. <laughs> <laughs> wow, controversial. Yeah, I didn't like David. Cameron. I bet you really dazzled the lowest yeah, primary school when true. you arrived. I was like, also, "Hey, come and look at this guy. He doesn't believe in God. <laughs> he doesn't know how to grow a potato." I think I also supported LGBT rights from a young age. Yeah, but that's always been your problem. It's always my support of the LGBT. Yes. Community. Yes. That's been my problem. Very towny behaviour. <laughs> it's not how we like to do it on the farm. No, it was actually the beginning. It was the first time I saw the fault lines in modern Britain of the kind of divide between rural traditional beliefs and metropolitan deviant beliefs like myself. Yes. And, and now time. you're a horrible mix between the two. I am terrible given you've mix. had a half and half upbringing. <laughs> it's true. Would you say you're more towny or country bumpkin? I'd say more towny because I've lived here now more. Yeah. Um, but then my, my key years were in the country. The, like, the, yeah, they were, yeah. Those are the years you change the most, I guess. So, But yeah, I'd say overall, hmm. I'd say I'm a more of a townie. Um, but that, I like townie. Townies, townie goes in with pillock. It's just a funny... Because they're just genuinely used to mean pillock. Yeah, well, it's it's not the best... Bloody be townie. It's almost like just... It's not the best insult. Because no, it's, 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 it's like calling someone <laughs> French. Yeah, Frenchy. It's just like that. Well, no, but just French. It's like you're from there. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like if you were good to call but someone. Like, it's like calling him a farmer. But someone going to, to living in in London and calling them a townie just because your conception of anything that's not a farm is that it's a town. or a I big... suppose the majority of Britain are townies to <laughs> a farmer. Because <laughs> they live with <coughs> plumbing. Bloody townie. Bookmark boys. Bookmark boys. There isn't a bookmark that's better. Than uh, a boy. Than a boy. What do you mean? I mean that girls don't make very good bookmarks. They don't. It's uh, an incredibly They're far girl. too vibrant. They are. Um, Whereas metals make good, solitary, unmoving bits of paper. Yeah. Uh, bookmark boys. Never never stop marking your book. Um, so every year, Spotify Wrapped comes around and we weirdly have got huge amounts of time out of talking about Spotify rap for some reason so this year it's come around how are you feeling this year because you, you've had quite emotional things because I remember you you loved 
you loved uh, Spotify rap for a bit. And yeah. then we start talking about the podcast and you felt out of touch with yeah, Spotify. I rap. have. And it was, I've been moved I to remember, tears. I remember, yeah, you've been, you have been moved to tears, but then you had one where I think you, it was the really bleak time in lockdown. Yeah. I think you really needed something. And it wasn't that good. <laughs> I think it's never... I. It's because you had built your expectations up. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And I, yeah, um, I have felt... I haven't actually looked at mine. So I felt... Um, I haven't been listening to as much music as I usually do, which is yeah. a shame. So, so, is it, yeah. so I'm like, I usually take some pride in the, the amount of minutes I've listened. Mm. But now I just fear it's not going to be that impressive and yeah. I've lost my identity. Yeah. So looking forward to it. Have you not looked at yours? No. Get it out. It's like a weirdly, um, it's basically everyone's day to be, um, it's main character syndrome, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it is. Um, well, this is the minutes. See, it's not good. What are your, what's your minutes? 25,824. But you, you have podcasts on More there, than 81%, right? but that's not good. What's yeah. your minutes? It, I think they feel like their life's a movie somehow. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. It's just like, yeah. It's the soundtrack to their yeah. year. <laughs> um, what are your top... Let's just do top playlists because yeah. the rest is just a bit. I was... I was in the top 1% of Kendra Lamar listeners. Oh, that's pretty impressive. That's, I'm happy with that because he took a first year of being off my top artist because he hadn't put a fucking album out in ages and I was disappointed at him. And so I, he's back on top. The reason why he did it, he released the album this year was because it was the first year that he wasn't my top listened artist. Yeah. Oh, really? So he thought I better do something. I better, yeah, yeah. My top artists are Kendrick, Bruno Mars and Anderson Pack. That would oh, be because I've listened to a lot of Silk Sonic, Amy Winehouse and J. Cole. Oh, nice. That's pretty, that's pretty consistent. Yeah. Jay Cole makes it in there. Yeah, just because I listen to Wet Dreams loads. Yeah. Uh, minutes listened, 32,000. Top genre, indie soul. Top artist, indie as soul. it is, every single uh, every single year is Mac DeMarco. Still? Every single year. Mac DeMarco? Well, it's the, only, it's the only one I put on just... I'll just leave it on that. I just trust it as an artist to yeah. all be consistent vibe. Uh, then two, Jay Diller, uh, three, Kendrick Lamar, four, Vince Stables, and five, Bo Burnham. Vince Stables, is it the horse? Yeah, <laughs> Vince Stables, yeah. Um, and then we've also got my podcast. Vince po- Stables is your fourth? Well, he, How he much really, Vince Staples should you listen well, to? Well, his new album's very, very good. Yeah. I just didn't peg you as a Vince Staples guy. Let's, do, should we discuss the podcast? Yeah, let's one. do the podcast one. That's more interesting. So you can do an artist um, Spotify wrapped, so which shows you the, the the same, but for the creators podcast. We you created two thousand three hundred sixty three minutes of new content. That was us. Is that in a year? That's kind of interesting. Yeah. How much? How much? Two thousand three hundred sixty three minutes. How many hours is that? Forty hours. Forty hours. Okay. Doesn't seem like that much. Feels like we missed twelve episodes. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't make sense. That's more than ninety five percent of other creators in the comedy. That's not even Step category. up, guys. Ninety five percent of other co- in the comedy category. Step up, bitches. You can't. Hear. Can you guess your the one episode that people listen to most? Claude in the Schnoz. It was. Well, it was this year. Oh, this year. Um, I can't know. Andrew Tate episode. Was it? A yeah. A lot of angry people who were pissed off at the clickbait because we only talk about them for a time at the end. Yeah, true. Then Liam Payne and then Sundays for the Girls. Those are the top three this year. Wow. Fair enough. Um, and then where your podcast loves to travel. So this is interesting because this is 
the listeners around the globe. That's what I always. That's my favorite part of analytics is when you see that f- there's there's freaks all over the place. Yeah, because you spend so, enough time with Google Earth. Yeah, it's true. It's like people in fucking Tuvula. It was heard in how many countries? How many? How many countries in total? Yeah, fifty-seven. Sixty-three. Well, that's pretty, pretty good. good. Your top five were United Kingdom, number one. The US. That's what should I say if they're in the top five? Yeah, but just say where they are. Third. Um Ireland. Republic of Ireland. Fifth. Um Australia. Two. Oh. oh this is interesting. The fourth one's interesting. Is it an English speaking country? No. Hmm. Right. Um let me, I'm just gonna think out loud, otherwise we're gonna have silence. It's not France. Maybe it could be Germany for some reason, I'm thinking. Is it in Europe? It is. Germany. Yep. Whoa! You smashed it. You actually smashed that. That was pretty impressive. And shout out. Hello, wie geht's? Hello, wie geht's? To, to if you're a German listener, can you... Actually, genuinely, if you're a German listener, can you write a little... Um, can you do this quite sincerely? We're not doing this as a joke. If you're a German listener, can you write a small little bio saying, Hello, my name <laughs> my is... My name is Klaus. It's Klaus. <laughs> my say, Lieblingsessen. <laughs> say what your Lieblingsessen is, which is favourite meal. If you are a German listener... Um, and to be honest, anyone who's not really in the UK, if you feel, <clears throat> if you feel like you live in an interesting place, that's not, that that's relevant or random. Like I speak to, to a patron who lives in like a, a mining town in South Africa. North, Northern South Africa. Yeah. That's interesting to me. So write a little bio. If yeah. you live in like a small town in Germany. That is a bit out of the and blue. And then t- say one thing you like doing, like one of your <laughs> hobbies. And your favorite meal. <laughs> and your favorite <laughs> just do like a sincere little yeah. sweet hello hello my name is Klaus ich liebe oh no it's a quiz oh it's a quiz this is what fun what percentage of your listeners follow your podcast 12% 36% 24% 24 just gonna go down the middle I'm gonna say 12% right try a little higher 24 it's 36 it's not awful actually yeah hit that like subscribe button. also can you guys we have because we never while, say that while we're doing that yeah we never say like and subscribe can you go on apple Podcasts and leave a review i always forget mm. to say that it really helps i think but also subscribe on youtube is a yes. big help as well just oh yeah we forgot saying that please subscribe please yeah what are boys gone wild listeners like exactly here we go we find out more about you freaks iron deficient <laughs> in need of desperate need of vitamin d Calculating listeners' personalities. Okay. Oh, this is interesting. Your listeners' per- podcast personality is... Here we go. The Adventurer. Which that's is what, what I, I was on that's what Spotify I as well. Does everyone get that? Your listeners no, maybe we're just... out into the unknown, searching for fresher podcasts and gems yet to be found. That's just... I probably, they probably give that for anyone that has a fairly small podcast. Yeah, it's probably because they're listening to... It's because we're Because they're listening to us. Yeah. We're like... We're like we're African freaks. psychedelic funk. Yeah, It's yeah. like, that's I'll what... Just give them the adventure. <laughs> they like adventure. If you're shit. listening to this, you guys are fucking weird. Your fans are a dedicated bunch. Do they ever say your fans are not... Your like, fans are fickle. <laughs> quite frankly. Yeah, because I, I just don't know... They're always... It's always so positive, this, but they'd never yeah. have like... You've got you got some of the wor- you got some of the worst some of the fans. worst fans. They could throw you under a bus for nothing. Uh, yeah, they never say you should be trying a bit harder. Thirty percent of twenty twenty one listeners joined you again this year. That's so not we've good. lost seventy. <laughs> we've lost. We've lost seventy percent of all. And listeners. we've been called loyal. Yeah, that's well. It depends. You never know how what other podcasts are like, but I, it doesn't sound like a good number. 
Nothing 14% listen to most of your episodes. 14% of listeners listen to most, most of the of episodes. episodes. This is yeah. making me depressed. What? 14% <laughs> of all your listeners listen to most of it. That means that out of all of our listeners, not many listen to all of it. <laughs> Why are we even bothering now? There's only there's only 14% of them here. Hi, <laughs> 14%. Fuck it out. Uh, our rating's 4.9. That's boring. Have you been working out? That's what they asked. It's going to be some sort of pun. Right. Your podcast saw a lot of gains this year. Um, 486% more hours. 468% more streams. Really? 418, 418% more followers, 282% more listeners. That's good. That is good. Um, well, they're only listening for two you minutes. You and your fans have something special. <laughs> <laughs> you and your fans have something special. What is that? Let's see. Let's find out what it is. You're a top 10 podcast for 1,882 fans. Top 10. That's nice. Easy. That's good, yeah. Top 10. I, I mean, I... Have never listened to, to Boys more Gone t- Wild, but it was on my um Spotify. It was on, I don't listen to podcasts on Spotify, though, so it doesn't actually come out. Man. You're top five podcasts for 1,346 fans. You're number one podcast for 402 fans. Big That's up. what we like. Those to are see. the guys. That's what we like to That's see. That's pretty much the amount of Patreons we have. Yeah. Yeah. Um, great. Well, thanks, guys, for another great year. Thank you. And here's to more. I suppose, um, what number episode are we on? I mean, we're not far off 150, are we? No, we're very near 150. We'll do a 150 we'll do, we'll special. Do so, we'll do something. Um, That's more when we celebrate the podcast yeah. rather than letting Spotify tell us what to do. Thanks very much for listening, guys. Uh, we're going to move over to the Patreon now. Uh, see you guys next week.